Talk 1041. Good Tuesday morning. How's it going? Streaming live, ksgf.com. We also are on Facebook, as we are every day we're in studio. Well, for the most part, anyway. That's sponsored by the good people at Springfield Raps, who also designed the KSGF studio. Uh, well, they found the jet. Um, it, i, I got to give this to the Biden administration. They tend to offer up, whether, I mean, it has a direct connection to the Biden administration or not, but it does seem under the umbrella of the Biden administration. We are treated to things that make you go, What? Uh, what? What do you mean? You don't know where it is. How does that happen? Like for twenty dollars, you can buy those little tile things. You, I mean, you. There, there are devices that you can get at the local convenience store that are ten or twenty bucks that allow you to track things in real time. I mean, everything is trackable, and. But we're talking about, what, a $138 million uh, F-35 fighter jet? And I, well, we just, you know, if you guys could help us out a little bit on this one. <laughs> what? How on earth does that happen? It's so absurd. Earlier this morning, having a conversation uh, with one of the other morning show hosts in the building, noting that when she saw the story yesterday, she didn't even mention it on air because she thought it could not be true. Uh, and and it's, it's, it's the, the, the component of it that just apparently lost and incapable of finding it for what appeared to be an extended period of time. Now, my mind immediately begins going in places like, well, this just doesn't make sense, so what does make sense? And that's something that the mind naturally does. It tries to fill in blanks. This is how uh, optical illusions work. You know, your 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 eyes are seeing something that, that doesn't make sense, so your brain kind of tries to fill in the puzzle pieces, and, and that can, you know, of course, give you the wrong idea. We, we get false memories that way because the brain tries to figure things out it doesn't understand. And so I recognize that some of this is the way that the brain works, but some of it also is common sense. I, I just, I, I, I don't know. It, to me, is not quite as stark, but potentially in the same ballpark of when we were told that, well, we can't shoot that weather balloon down. That's not a spy balloon, by the way, because, oh, uh, you know, it might crash on people. And it's, you know, over miles and miles and hundreds of miles an uninhabited area. And you're like, that. wait a minute, that just doesn't even make sense. The town hall makes a reference to the fact that the that the believe it was town hall. There was a, a story, and we'll get to it coming up here after the the news, that it was on autopilot for a couple of hours, flying around, and and that was part of the problem. But again, we can't track that sort of thing. Of course, we can. There are apps where you can see what you know, flight pattern, you know, in. Maybe not this particular jet. What I, I again? These are questions that just none of it seems to really make sense uh, to me. 
And I'm sure that we'll be told, oh, it's just one of those things. Nothing to worry about. Nothing to see here. And frankly, part of me hopes that there is something else going on here. Because I just don't know if anything. It's a very good message to the enemies out there that are thinking, is now the right time? I mean, they see the leadership. They see the debacle in Afghanistan. They see that we allowed the communist Chinese to fly a spy balloon over our country, uh, doing figure eights over sensitive sites, and and just let them do it until they, oh, you guys are done now? Okay, we'll shoot it down over the ocean. They see that stuff. I don't know if on top of it, like, by the way, we lost a plane. We we don't really know how to track these things so much. So there's part of me that hopes that it is much more than it appears. If anything, for national security purposes. Latest news update. Good morning. I'm Color 10's Jesse Inman. The former owner of Affordable Towing will be sentenced Tuesday morning for altering business vehicles to produce an illegal amount of emissions in order to save money. Dennis Cleveland pled guilty to conspiracy and tampering with a Clean Air Act monitoring device and he could face up to five years in prison. Improvements are coming to three major roadways in Springfield. At the Springfield City Council meeting last night, funding was approved to make sidewalks and crosswalks safer and more accessible for people with disabilities. The funding allows for upgrades at various intersections along Sunshine, Battlefield, and National. This includes sidewalk and ramp improvements at 19 intersections, as well as ADA upgrades to pedestrian push buttons. For Color 10 News and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Mostly sunny today, a bit warmer, high of 85. There is a strong chance that we'll see some showers and thunderstorms making their way into the area overnight. Uh, a low of around 63, 70% chance that we'll continue to see showers throughout the day tomorrow with a high of only 72. And then Thursday, a 40% chance of showers, mostly sunny, with a high near 81. Did you have thoughts on this missing jet situation yesterday when you... You know what? Honestly, I don't know. When did this happen? Yesterday. It was yesterday morning they reported. They're like, hey, um, we can't find this, so if the public wouldn't mind helping us out a little bit... There, the pilot had ejected, but then there was this period of time, all day yesterday at least, From that's when we were first told that it was missing, and then I guess it was sometime last night or overnight that they, they found it. I'm, or they found a debris field that they say this is it. You know, so I've been I've been filling in for one of our other coworkers, so yeah. I have not been paying attention to national news. I can't believe I missed this. Well, it's just so strange. It is weird, yeah. Well, and like I mentioned earlier, it was Nancy Simpson on KT, and, and she was like, I didn't mention it on air because I thought it wasn't true. Like, how how does that happen? Right. How, and it's just all of it's odd. Now, my mind, like I said, it starts filling in the blanks because I'm like, okay, well, this doesn't make sense. What could make sense? And I, I don't know the technical capabilities of these different um, – flying machines the f-35 in particular but i know that one of the things that we've heard about or you see them in movies is that with the advanced technology the ability of the enemy to sort of take over mm -hmm. aircraft or and and f-35s may have none of those capabilities whatsoever but my mind starts going did something happen they don't want us to know about what you know what 
did it involve some outside force? Uh, how long do you think before somebody starts bringing up the UFO thing? Oh, it'll, uh, yeah, it'll w- happen, wondering if they haven't already. Then is there a UFO angle to this? Uh, but I, it just. I'm thinking to myself, for what reasons would they either pretend to not know where it was or really genuinely have no clue, no idea? Because to me, again, does it make sense? One, because I don't recall that really ever happening over the United States anyhow, where you have an extended period of time between the announcement and and telling the people, uh, hey, we can't find it. So sort of like crowdsource, uh, you know, stuff. If you if you happen to see some debris, uh, why don't you just let us know about it? Because we don't know where it. And and thinking even like, I don't know if I'm in the military. And a jet goes down like that. I just, I don't even know that I would make that announcement. I would say, we've got to find this thing before someone else does. Instead of announcing to the world that our capabilities, when it comes to a downed plane, and I don't even think we know why it was down in the first place. What you know, We were just told that the pilot ejected, and that when he ejected, it was on autopilot, and the pilot is fine. Uh, you know, he's taken to the hospital, uh, uh, but, you know, he ejected it was on autopilot and they're suggesting that that was part of the confusion here because the plane continued to fly. So it, how did they not, how were they not able to find that or know where that was? I don't. You would think they would be able to track it until right? it had some type of impact and that should have gave them a radius. I don't know, though. That would make sense to me. Congresswoman Nancy Mace said um, she had um, she got briefed on it. I'm guessing because she's on some. Oh, it was over South Carolina that uh, this occurred. And that's where she is a congresswoman. And so she was briefed on it and she tweeted out one of the shortest meetings I've ever had, because guess what? No one at USMC sent over to brief me and my staff had any answers. Shocker. Then the Marine Corps announced that there would be a two-day pause in all operations, quote, to discuss aviation safety matters and best practices. Now, that doesn't make sense to me either. It, it, we've got to, got to get a, a traffic update here. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All our building company for all of those... Decorating is not really the right term, but oh, when you got a, a home, a house, and it's brand new and it's just white, and then you don't have fixtures counter, you got to pick that stuff out because you got particular taste. And you know, some people don't like to buy homes that someone already did that in because then you got to remodel to fit your taste. Uh, but it can be a real hassle. One, if you you don't want to be traveling all over the place from this store to that store to these stores, uh, but catalogs and online, it just doesn't necessarily give you the the idea. You can't see it, you can't feel it. And Dollar Building Company, they have a showroom floor, and all that stuff is in one place, so you can do it all in one place, one time if you want, or you can make several trips there if you want to spend uh, 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 some time specifically on the fixtures and sometimes specifically on the backsplashes. Sometimes you know you get the idea. Aller Building Company, O L L E R. The bizarre tale of the missing F thirty five might have ended. I I suggest it leaves 
more questions than answers, though. I think a lot of people have become so accustomed to not getting straight answers out of our government. Even when there are answers, being like, well, who knows whether they're telling the truth or not. You just sort of slough this off. It it really is unfortunate because I, I see us as a society becoming more and more like a population of a country that has a wholly corrupt government, like people in Russia. When yeah, you, you imagine things like this occur, and they're just like, yeah, I don't know, you, gonna, you know, there's no curiosity. We're not going to find out the truth anyhow. And I think that more and more, you know, Americans have shifted from, oh man, this is really weird. We're going to, you know, sit and wait for the answers. Um, uh, we're going to wait for the findings and then to be informed as to what happened here. And less and less Americans believe that that's going to happen. They believe that. And I'm one of these people. If we are told, I, are we going to believe it? Are they lying to us? Either because, you know, and, and let's be honest, sometimes national security purposes, it makes sense. So you're like, well, we don't really want people to know this. Uh, this administration, however, seems to love to show off our vulnerabilities to the rest of the world. So uh, you, you just, you never know. But I, like I said, you just, who knows whether we'll find out the truth. And so I think that um, this story is probably going to just come and go Um out of the news cycle, uh, a lot of you texting in on the American Transmissions talking text line, noting, yeah, psh, yeah, something's definitely going on, but we won't find out. Someone asking, why did the pilot eject in the first place? That information I haven't seen. They are saying part of the problem was that it was on autopilot. I still, though, how how do we not have the ability to check this? Um, we've got two somewhat contradictory text here, one saying, I'm retired Air Force, uh, worked stealth aircraft, and it was, um, they noted that it was, oh, what mode? Uh, sorry, I shift these text messages. There's a separate folder I can pop them into, and that was sent through two text messages. Okay, here we go. Uh, if it was in stealth mode and turned off its transponder, it would be invisible to radar and tracking. Uh, and that's coming from a retired Air Force person who worked stealth aircraft. Then another saying it does not speak highly of our stealth technology. I think one could argue it does speak highly, maybe of the stealth technology, given the fact that we couldn't find it ourselves. So, I, you know, that might not be bad positioning, whether it's true or not. Come out and be like, listen, our stealth technology is so awesome. And he flipped that switch and said, ah, you know, so if you're the bad guys, don't even bother because we couldn't even find it ourselves after it crashed for a period of time. Uh, the people watching radar were in sensitivity training. Yeah, maybe there were some uh, pronoun courses going on at the time, and, and that's what caused a, uh, a disconnect between what happened and, and the knowledge uh, let's see. Okay. So those are uh, your messages coming in on that. Like I said, who knows? I don't know that we'll ever know, but it just seems like such an odd and bizarre thing. But again, when you look at this administration, is there anything that isn't their approach to public information is generally disjointed. Frankly, I would not be surprised if we start getting contradictory information, let's not forget the the spy apparatus that was allowed to fly over 
the United States and the constant conflicting information that we were receiving from that. Um, information that in retrospect we would learn they knew wasn't true. They first tried the spy balloon thing. And then you, you had within the same day these different divisions of the government giving conflicting messages. Um, and I, some of that is when you don't have a commander in chief calling the shots and it's just sort of a free for all. Uh, that is is what you get. Oh, which incidentally, I didn't get to this yesterday, but there was a story. Like you need studies on this stuff. That w people in positions of power. I think it was the Pentagon that did this study. I can find it here in a second. It's in the recycling bin. That war leaders and I, I think it was specifically noting it was a U.S. study, I believe, with dementia or Alzheimer's might be a threat to national security. Oh, yeah. Really? I mean, do we really need a study to tell us that? I think we instinctually know people particularly if they are in the relatively advanced stages of dementia or Alzheimer's, they're a danger in the kitchen. They're a danger behind the wheel of a car. Do we really need to, to have some sort of in-depth study to determine whether or not when they have the power to launch nuclear weapons that that also is something that's not probably in the best interest of the world? That that also is potential disaster? I, of course, at the same time, can't help but wonder if that study was not released for political purposes at this time. I mean, really? That certainly isn't something that looks good for the Biden campaign to have that information released. One of the things that uh, I want to talk about coming up next, everyone appears to be, well, not everyone, a number of people try are trying to maneuver this strike with the UAW workers and and pick the winning side. And you've got um, a, a slew of Democrats that are down there on the ground with these workers. You have the Biden administration saying that we're going down. The Josh Hawley has been from the beginning – uh, supporting the workers. Trump has said, instead of doing the next debate, I'm going to be there with the workers. Um, and the workers takes specifically, Fox News was there talking to them about uh, the Biden administration. Biden says, hey, we're going to get down there and help. And I thought the response is they were asking some of these workers, so what do you think about uh, the Biden administration, how they're going to send people to help? Uh, I, I, I thought their um, reaction to that was pretty humorous. So I want to share that coming up. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. My apologies. One of the text messages that came in, I noting that it was a contradiction. One mentioning the stealth component and how if uh, the transponder was turned off, stealth mode was turned on, then that would be why they would not have been able to find the F-35 jet. And uh, I said there was another text saying it doesn't speak highly of our stealth technology. And actually, the text read it does speak highly of our stealth technology. So 
which makes a lot more sense, obviously. I just I misread that. I found this story, incidentally, before we get to the traffic here. Uh, U.S. officials with dementia may pose national security threat Pentagon-funded study finds. Again, is this a coincidence that this has come out within the same week or so that we saw last week with the national security, the the the, the uh, deep state mouthpiece, Ignatius, writing that piece in the Washington Post saying that Biden needs to step down. Uh, he needs to not run for re-election. That is not step down from the presidency in his current term, but not run for re-election. Step down from the campaign. And just, uh, you know, we're seeing more and more questioning the media is begin beginning to acknowledge what so many of us have been saying for two, three years now that the guy's not all there. And now you have this report release saying that dementia may pose national security threats. The report states that an increasing number of cleared personnel, that is personnel who hold and have held security clearances, have or will have dementia, Current and former U.S. officials with dementia may pose a national security threat, according to a Pentagon-funded study that is bringing more scrutiny to aging politicians for recent apparent lapses in cognitive abilities. Because people are living and working longer, the workforce might experience a higher prevalence of dementia than in past generations. The study, published by the RAND Corporation's National Security Research Division earlier this year, states, quote, Taken together, we believe that an increasing number of cleared personnel, that is personnel who hold or had, have held security clearances, have or will have dementia. That There's been this talk about requiring a cognitive test. I don't like putting restrictions. I don't like the idea of adding new requirements to be president. It's laid out in the Constitution. Natural born U.S. citizen, 35 years of age. Pretty straightforward stuff. And I don't like, well, now they got to do this. You know, Democrats tried, well, president should have to show all his past tax returns. Well, now we need to have an age test. Now we need to have a cognitive test. And and it's just going to be at every turn. There's going to be this whole, like, just checklist that we're going to end up with that, oh, well, oh, well, I made 99 of them, but that last 100, yeah, I just missed it. So I guess I can't run for president. I, I think that I like the idea of one, and I think that the voters, like me as, you know, particularly with this uh, this recognition, and you are, you're talking about somebody who has the ability to launch a nuclear war. We act like Biden's cognitive issues you know, because when we see him, he's just fumbling. He's calling, uh, you know, people who are dead up to the stage. He's uh, getting lost and incoherent. But this is the guy who might think he's putting a hot pocket in the microwave. Meanwhile, he's actually launching nuclear weapons. We, we just and I understand that there are people around him that are you know supposed to prevent that sort of thing from happening. But still, the fact of the matter is that is an important issue. And one of the things that we tend to as a society, although I don't know how much it really actually matters if it makes any difference, but you know these people, they do get physicals voluntarily and they come out and they're like, hey, the doctor says I'm healthy and so forth. Well, physically, yeah, okay, that's nice. Frankly, I think I'd rather have a president that has it all up top, but maybe is high risk of a heart attack versus somebody whose body is healthy, but they got a brain like Biden or Fetterman. 
And and ultimately, though, as a citizen, I, I think we, we can set our own requirements. We can, you know, hey, that person refuses to get a cognitive test, so I'm not going to vote for him. But the timing of the uh, the 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 story coming out that the the Rand Corporation, in the context of national security, is like, hey, by the way. Leaders having dementia, that could be a real national security threat. I don't know. Seems pretty coincidental. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh, Ron, I don't know if you know him or not, but he had garage experts convert their patio into an enhanced living area. Garage experts helped to cover our 1976 home's cracked and distressed concrete slab patio into a beautiful new screened-in porch floor. We would recommend them for your epoxy flooring residential project. Judy saying it was a pleasant surprise to have a contractor show up early, complete a quality job, can't say enough good things about the friendly people, very satisfied with their work. I don't know that contractors, the, the proper terminology there. These are experts. This is what they do. Garage experts, they aren't uh, somebody that does this and then 80 other things. And sometimes you do see when it comes to the epoxy flooring for your garage or for your business, your restaurant, whatever it may be, your dental office, your hair salon, that this is one of 80 different offerings. Garage experts, this is what they do. This in the customized storage. So you know your crew has done this over and over and over again. And they are experts, hence garage experts under Nick's endorsements, ksgf.com. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. I near 85 today with sunshine. There is a strong chance of showers and storms tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy with a low around 63. 70% chance of showers throughout the day tomorrow, high near 72, and a 40% chance of showers Thursday, mostly sunny with a high near 81. Uh, someone wanted to, or I thought I would mention this, we were talking about dementia and Alzheimer's, that uh, the walk to end Alzheimer's is Saturday at Jordan Valley Park, registration at 930 Walk at 11, Ethan Forhetz is emceeing that event, so thank you for that information. Nick, everyone seems to forget during the first debate with President Trump, Biden said that he would only serve one term. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because that was a thought I had the other day, but could not remember if he actually said that or he said that if... I'll have to go back and look that up. You could be correct. I, I had the same thought, but then sometimes I question myself. I'm always double, I'm double, triple questioning myself. Did he say that or did he say, if that's all I'm able to serve, uh, I, I will um, you know, only serve one term? Which, of course, anyone who has dealt with someone, and we all are potentially going to be there at some point, where we say, oh, don't worry, whenever, you know, whenever I'm unable to drive, I'll give up my keys. But we never want to get to that point. Like, rarely does somebody go, you know what? I think I'm getting to the point I may gun it through a farmer's market on accident. So here are my keys. Rarely does that actually occur because people don't want to acknowledge it. Or you, you know, it just it doesn't work that way. And so for Biden, if, if that was the positioning that he made at the time, is you know, clearly something you can't bank on but I'll have to go back and look because that is a very important point I just wasn't sure 
the wording he used to give himself an opening so that he could serve a second term and say, well, what I said was. Not that he would remember that anyway. Several House Democrats visited United Auto Workers picket lines over the weekend. Democrat Representative Alyssa Slotkin of Michigan, Marcy Couture of Ohio, Rashida Tlaib of Michigan, uh, uh, election denier House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries. They're all down there on the picket line. They recognize that th- this none of this is really positive signal for them. Number one, increasingly the Democrat Party is losing the working person. They also, as much as they may hate Trump, recognize that one of the areas that Trump made inroads were the blue-collar workers. One of the reasons these UAW workers are, are claiming that they need these improvements to their contracts is because of the current economy, which, guess whose economy this is? It's the Democrats' economy. I was having a informal meeting with a local business owner who's been a local business owner for several decades here in the area and just said, you know, politics aside, when Republicans are in power and set economic policy, it's just better for people, for the economy, for the business. And when Democrats start calling the shots in their policies, it's just worse. And she noted, I know that may sound political, but it's just the truth. And so the, the Democrats, they've got, they've got to be there on the ground. They have to do everything they can in order to try and make it appear as if, no, 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 we're the working man party, not the party of the Bill Gates and the Jeff Bezos and the George Soroses and the Hollywood elites and the cocktail parties. But we're, we're the working guy. Uh, look, uh, uh, in fact, one of our uh, members of the Senate, he wears a hoodie and gym shorts just like you. See? He can't talk coherently, but look, he looks like you. In addition to the economic damage that has been done to these workers, like have been done to all of us through the economic policies, what has for them specifically and their industry, which again we all suffer from, but it has an impact on their job, is this push by Democrats to control the auto industry, to have government control, to have essentially the automobile industry be a, a state-run industry. And what is happening with the auto industry is what happens in every country where the state decides to take over an industry. Look what Venezuela did to the oil industry down there. I mean, anytime the government comes in and says, you know what, we actually, we've got some ideas that we think that you're going to implement. This electric vehicle thing, guess what? That's what you're going to start marketing. Yeah, but people don't want to buy them. They're expensive. The technology is not there. Uh, you'll figure it out. In fact, we're going to pass a law or two that gives you no choice. And so the massive cost to the company, of course, gives them less money to pay employees. All of this, and this is, for me, 
one of the great frustrations and aggravation I have as I, as I see the footage of these Democrats who are responsible for this environment. Going around, shaking hands, patting on, oh yeah, we're here with you. You caused the environment that has resulted in them being on strike. Now listen, I understand that they're, you know, and, and this is their play. Oh, it's the it's the car, it's the it's the evil car companies. And I'm not saying that the companies that Ford, that but you know, all that that they're pure as the driven snow. But this is one of the things that Democrats do. They create conditions that cause you know a negative impact on corporations, and then that negative impact trickles down to some degree, and then they blame the industry. The oil industry is a perfect example of this. Uh, during the Biden administration where they, and, and he's at it again, by the way, he's pushing to eliminate the ability to drill for energy in areas of New Mexico for 50 years. So no matter who, what president comes along later, they can't reverse it. They make us reliant on foreign countries, as the Biden administration has done, and then that along with, of course, inflation, when the natural result is an increased price in the, the you know, per gallon at the pump, who do they blame? They blame the oil industry. It's the government that encouraged with arm twisting, banks to give out risky loans to people that should have never had home loans in the first place. And then when the, uh, you know, the, there's a collapse in 2008, 2009, who do they blame? The banks that they said, no, oh, give out as many loans. Don't you worry. If they don't pay those loans back, uh, we, we've got you covered. Just start giving them out like candy. Then they turn around and they, and then well, we've got to get in there and regulate these people, these evil banks, when they're the ones who created the environment. And we're seeing it all over again when it comes to the auto industry. They're making it tremendously more expensive for the industry so that they have to, and this is going to all get, of course, passed on to us. While at the same time, the inflationary policies that make the buying power of these employees tank, then they show up, oh, we're here for you. Yep, we're supporting you the whole way. It's just, it's just, it's disgusting. It's dishonest. It's vile. Now, Josh Hawley, uh, the Republican side, he's tweeted out that he's all for um, the workers on this. Trump, he has indicated he's going to go, instead of the next GOP debate, he's going to go be with these folks and, I, you know, smart, I'd say political move. But I, I just want to throw out a suggestion that maybe 30 years ago, may have seemed like a no-brainer, but today it doesn't. And that is, we don't, when there is a conflict, as there is currently, between the workers and the employer, I don't know that we always, like, people who are elected officials, you have to pick a side. 
everyone just sort of saddles up and they're like, okay, I'm picking your side. You're 100% right. You're the bad guys. And sometimes, not always, sometimes there really isn't this, a, a moral right or wrong. There is differing opinions. And by the way, that's, that is the free market. That's, that's the way that a free market works, not just when it comes to product and services, but when it comes to employment. I'm an individual who believes I have a certain value and I demand certain payment for my value if you want me to do this. And an employer will either say, yeah, you know what, I think that, that you're right. I, I agree with that. I'm going to hire you. Or, uh, no, we do that all the time, right? When you take bids on something. Or when you're going to have, you know, you've got some issue with your car and you take it to two or three places to, to get, or, you know, maybe you got a body issue on your vehicle, got into an accident. You take it to two or three different body shops to find out which one you, you know, you want to engage in, who you want to give your money in exchange for them doing a job for you. Government has just gotten so involved in absolutely everything, and and they are waist-deep involved, again, in the auto industry, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And I think that there's a decent argument to be made that if we got back to, hey, this is between you guys, and that isn't to say that people can't have an opinion, or even, God forbid, well, eh, I kind of see a little bit from both sides. This is a bad situation. I happen to believe that what we have here is a conflict created, again, by government. Government playing people against one another. Government, again, forcing the industry to do things that are not good for the industry. Then at the same time, you have uh, a situation in which the unions take dues from these people and then pay politicians to get into office. And so you've got that relationship. And if can you imagine how different things would be if the relationship were just employer-employee and you didn't have the, the union dues going to politicians, you didn't have the politicians passing laws that dictated what sort of vehicles these people would be making? I think it'd be a lot easier. Just the sheer fact that may, you know, getting back to the point in time where government doesn't have to be involved in absolutely everything and elected officials don't feel the need like, okay, what side are we on? we got to pick a side. And frankly, some of that, I'm sure, is compelled because we as a society seem to, requi uh, seem to require it. You know, you reach out, well, what do you feel about, oh, the senator so-and-so hasn't taken a position yet, you know, and, and maybe they don't always have to. And, and I don't know that it's a good sign that when it comes to private industry, that we feel as if they should be involved. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, one custom car care, all of your car care needs, three year, 36,000 mile warranty on most work, and. They do have financing available if you do find yourself, like so many Americans, struggling because of the Democrat economic policies. They do make options available for you. 101 days, 0% uh, financing. 
and you know of course you've got other fees involved they can explain all that to you so that's a decision for you to make based on the information they can give you that is a1 custom car care now, i did want to play this audio and i i thought this was telling and this I, I i suspect that this might get some attention because it seems somewhat humorous but at the same time i think it is not going to get the attention it deserves for what it's saying and it should be potentially a very frightening warning to Democrats. Now, Joe, here you've got these workers. And the Democrat Party still likes to or desperately wants to be the party of the working man. And to the point that the Biden administration said, we're going to send some people in there. We're going to help you guys. Don't you worry. We're coming in. And Fox News was there interviewing different UAW workers on strike, asking them, what, you know, their thoughts about the Biden administration stepping in to help. I say we don't need his help. Why not? Because we are a united group of people. We don't need the president's help. It's our fight. Let us fight our fight. That's all we want. We don't want to hurt the economy. We don't want to be here not getting paid peanuts. But, you know, it's our fight. It's fight for our life. I think uh, we can negotiate our contract with the company without uh, the government getting involved. This is, in a political context, worker versus big, massive corporation, right? Blue-collar worker versus these massive corporations with these CEOs making these sinfully obscene salaries and bonuses. And the Democrats have long marketed themselves, although it's clear they're losing it, and that's the point here as being on the side of the working man and against the corporations. So here you have people there that are on strike, the workers, and the White House. That, that should be the greatest thing. Yes, we have the, the, the president of the United States, a guy who is on the side of the worker. He's coming, and all of them are like, eh, that's okay, we don't need you. That is not a good sign for the Democrat Party. I know we just had traffic. Got to get another update. Went long in the previous segment. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions Talk a Text Line. One thing I find angering about unions and boycotts is the fact that learned professions like physicians, dentists, even lawyers are subject to antitrust laws, and it's almost impossible and usually illegal for them to unionize. If unions are so great, how come the government has to make it illegal for some people to collectively bargain, but not others? It is always the same appeal to greatest number of votes, not a moral or principled stand. And the fact of the matter is the environment in which unions began is much different than it is today. Once upon a time, if you belonged to a union, people felt sorry for you and thought, man, you must have it really, really, really crappy. It's the opposite today. The environment has completely changed, and the fact that at this point unions are working not on behalf of workers ultimately, but the Democrat Party. 